Hey guys, it's Megan from The Feeny Call. If you are just tuning in, I am uh, running a little, let's call it a promotion or a contest to uh, get a couple more Apple podcast reviews. So I promised that anyone who would write us a review would get a poem and we got the first one in. Um, so super corny, super embarrassing, but I wrote a poem and uh, here we go. We wake up every day and get Feeney's advice and Topanga's kind words since she's always so nice. We'll watch Corey be goofy and Sean be a stud. There's Joey and Frankie, even Jane and her bud. But my favorite part of this very day are the wonderful words that Kyle did say. I would just like to state five-star reviews are great and we thank you so much for writing. So enjoy the show. We've got a long way to go and help us thank Kyle for words so delighting. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Time for a podcast. Time for a podcast especially for you. The rest of that's not good. I hope that that is the song from now on that no. we open with. That's a cut. Scrap that's... the whole. <laughs> scrap the. Uh, no, 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 no. You song. can't. You can't. That theme song's great. That's a bit. That's a Bo Burnham bit. Is it really? Well, he does. It's time for a story. It's time for a story. Um, it's time for a story, especially for you. It's time for a story. It's time for a story. It's, it's time a for a story, but don't be a Jew, is how he finishes it. Oh. And oh. then he says, no, that's a joke. You can be Jewish. Anyway. And so. <laughs> oh, no. A lot of Bo Burnham jokes don't hold up well either, but God damn it, he's my favorite comedian. I have not listened to Bo Burnham in so long. I think it's been a solid mm-hmm. three, four years since I've so, listened to a Bo Burnham special particularly his special what Mm -hmm. is my favorite one person show i've ever seen Mm -hmm. it's up there next to very deep it's so good carrie fisher's wishful drinking is another one of my favorite Mm, one woman one one person shows yeah i know uh if you've never watched that that's an excellent one person show Mm -hmm. there is a recording of it it's very very good what like i don't even consider what a stand-up routine like it's a one person show it's such a performance art nonsense thing like every it's not a stand-up routine yeah no it is a one person show for sure welcome to the feeny call i'm megan i'm skylar (laughs) and we are here to tell you about a show man i don't have a unisex name i would not consider megan a unisex name otherwise it would work really well if we switch names gender's a concept who cares (laughs) that's true that's very true names can be anyone's that's very true so yes. We're talking about the season one finale today. We it's made the finale. It. We made it Looks all the way like through. Looks like we made it. One. I don't know why I have to like cover my mouth when I, I sing on this podcast. That was your own pop filter. It right is. Like we made it. So we made it we all made the it. way. Season one, episode 22. I Dream of Feeny. I Dream of Feeny. A what a good pun. Of on I Dream of Feeny. I know. What an ex. Is that the trivia for the episode? That's no. a pun? No. Got- Actually, trivia is kind of... It's related to the episode a little bit, but also I just wanted to talk about the substitute teacher. She did a great job. So I wanted to give a little shout out to her. As a substitute teacher or as an actor? As an actor. Okay, fine. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she did not do a good job. No, no, as not, a not as a substitute teacher. teacher. No. As an but actor, sure. A, yeah, she yeah, did a great she's little a wonderful job. Actor. But I was going to say the trivia for this episode is the capital of North Dakota is Bismarck. Mm-hmm. For those of you who didn't know, I'm actually really good at state capitals. At one point, that's... Sean asked Corey that question. Corey's like, mm, I, don't know. I forget what he says. Something yeah. would be, but it's right. wrong. Right. And so, for those of you who are just curious, the capital of North Dakota is Bismarck. So here we are. Here we are. Let's recap. Thirty seconds on the clock. Skyler's up to bat. You. Here 
So they're really freaking out because they got to take a geography test and they don't want to. And they wish that Feeny would just kept, take a sick day. And then, uh, lo and behold, Feeny gets sick and misses class. But then they find out that he's actually in the hospital and it's more than just the sniffles. And Corey thinks that he wished for Feeny to get sick and he hurt him with his wish. And so he goes to the hospital and has a really great scene with Feeny in the hospital and gives him a geranium. And then Feeny gets all better and comes home. And they have a great little garden scene to cap off the season. You didn't even need 30 seconds. They're really... That was a... It's a tight episode. It is a tight episode. It's a tight, and there's not, not a lot really of superfluous subplot nonsense. Yeah, like we're, we're here. We do the thing. Not much of a B-plot to be had. Yeah. It's uh, a very straightforward episode. As far as a series... Series? As far as a season finale, it's not super hard-hitting. It's not... Oh, see, no I kind of disagree. Oh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's no cliffhanger. Yeah. It's not like, but like your oh, sitcoms don't wait. end with like a big cliffhanger exactly like not necessarily. I mean, at least they didn't back in the day. Yeah, I think this is a great season finale. Yeah, because of the strong Feeny to Corey mentor mentee relationship mm-hmm. shown here, mm-hmm. particularly with the geranium metaphor that they set yes. up and how like it's just a little sprout, but with the proper gardener, of Feeny, course, yes. it will grow. Corey and is there a geranium, you, go. you know, like here's season it's two. It's not <laughs> subtle, fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also not like so dumb, dumbed down. Like it just happens very organically. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I really appreciate it, and I and I enjoy that these last two episodes of the season, one of them's been about Corey and Topanga, and the other one's about Corey and Feeny. Oh, so setting up for the second, right? Season. And they're like his two most important relationships mm-hmm. in his life, obviously. Yeah fuck the rest of his family whatever <laughs> I was but gonna like, say and also I would say these also establish a very strong relationship with Sean as well right right these are great and the Fugitive which was episode 17 right these are really strong like Sean Corey Corey Topanga Corey Feeney episodes here mm-hmm. and that like they do a lot for groundwork yes. to make this into a show that's not just like one off episodes of sitcom nonsense yeah. to give them some real arcs for sure so yeah I really I think it's a good solid season finale it's got a little bit of suspense. There's a hospital scene involved. Yeah. Come on, you never know. Hospitals are scary places. Feeny's flirting, Feeny's flirting with, with the nurse. nurse. I love it. So, so cute. cute. It's great, you know? Yeah, it's a great episode. It's definitely one of those where I finished and I was like, I don't really think there's a lesson to be learned. I think it's mostly just a setup for yeah, season two. Yeah, str- I mean, the idea, I think, though, you know, mentor-mentee yeah. relationship that I touched on is kind of the what I would take away. is like yeah. the value of a good teacher. Yeah. Not just in a school setting. Like the value of a good mentor. Yeah. Or a good caregiver or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, in in a young person's life. Like a positive influence, a good role model of some kind in a young person's life. Sure. I think this is an episode that establishes the value there. And that, sure. like, Corey learns about the value of that mentor and, like, having that positive adult r- relationship. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I really, yeah, I think that's what I would kind of take away with, is that it's a good showcase of, like, a young person learning mm-hmm. that this older person matters in their life in a lot of ways. Yeah. And he's going to be around for quite a while. So strap yourselves God bless. in. Still there. Still kicking. <clears throat> I do love that Feeney says like, Moo, well, that's whoever your seventh grade teacher's problem is. And yep. then like, bada bing. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. Yep. It's always you. <laughs> uh, but also Turner. Yes. But also, right. also Turner and Eli at Eli some point. A little bit, and, yeah. He's got other, I mean. We get other teachers. You start that system of like, you have history class with so-and-so. Yeah, you start to, in middle school, you start to hit your other classes. Which I super 
appreciated when I was in school. I liked mm-hmm. the fact that you switched classrooms and oh, it got I loved your, that got your brain in that place. Yeah, you know? I loved switching classrooms yeah. when we got to that instead of staying in the same classroom all day and the teachers having to switch gears. Absolutely, teach different subject now. Circling back, yes. Um, so I did want to talk about the substitute just a little bit because she was great, mm-hmm. and I was like, has she done anything else? Mm-hmm. But. I think the biggest thing was the reason that I was like, she's great is because she walked in and I was like, I would 10 out of 10 wear her outfit the first day. I was like, I would absolutely I really wear thought that you were going to talk about sleeping with her. No. <laughs> I just thought you were going to be like, I would 10 out of 10. Bang. Bang. Her name is Juliet Jeffers. Um, and she Which hasn't really done. She's very attractive, so it's fine. Yeah. She hasn't really done too much, but she was in Kidding and with Jim Carrey and the Modern Family. And she also was in an episode of Bones. So she's done okay. a couple like okay. bigger. TV things, even though she's sure. just made like little small appearances, but she she did a great job, I think, in this episode. Definitely not as a substitute teacher. Yeah, I want to I want to hammer that down. Oh yeah, that. we can we can dig through that a little bit. Um, what kind of fucking substitute teacher <laughs> believes a bunch of twelve year olds who are obviously harassing oh, another twelve year old? He comes up behind him and puts his obvious hand harassment over his mouth. of a twelve year old, and Crazy. she accepts that. Yep. and says, "Okay, great." Well, you know what? Yeah. Let's just talk about Beowulf. Because that's a sixth grade lesson no. plan. Which is Fuck crazy her. to me that... I you get yeah. her a degree. <laughs> I think... And it's 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 funny for one day. Yeah. But I think that the fact that it carries over into the following day, she should have had Minka stay after class and be like, you clearly are going to tell me the truth. The fact that she was gonna going to be a substitute on. teacher for more than one day means that she should have gotten lesson plans. Yes, that's also true. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was an emergency and obviously appendicitis is like a serious thing. But... Yeah, but Feeny has lesson plans. Yeah, they should be written out. Right. They should be accessible. It's not, Feeny doesn't do off the cuff. Like, he's got lesson and plans. And is this school the only, this can't be the only sixth, sixth grade, grade class, class in, in the school. school. Right. So I can't be like, Yo, what are y'all doing today? Let's do that too. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, she's a garbage substitute teacher. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. But a nice actress. Uh, yeah, she was, she was pretty cool as far as just like coming in and kind of standing up to Corey a little bit. But also, yeah, it was a garbage lesson. Mm -hmm. The whole first, well, the first, the teaser into like the first act of this episode was surprisingly long before the intro play. We do have like a long, it was very interesting to me. Long cold open. Yeah. In which Sean is a jackass. I cannot believe. Oh, the blender shit? Yeah. Yes. What an asshole. First of all, you put a whole banana in this thing. And a raw Peel egg. and all. Why? Yes, peel and all. And you're just doing, it's just chaos. Yeah. And then he's, then Corey's like, well, we're going to put the lid on, obviously, because I'm not a monster. Right. And Sean takes the lid off and, and starts, starts the blender. Like a fucking dick. In, like, if, it, if you were in Sean's trailer, fine. Make a mess. Whatever. Because it's your trailer. Sure. But, like, you cannot just... Make a mess in somebody else's house. That that stressed me out. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, I know. So disrespectful. Yeah, it was so disrespectful. Especially when Corey was like, oh no, my mom's coming. And Sean was just like, whatever. Whatever, your problem. Yeah, what right. Bitch. Right? <laughs> what anyway, a, so, nah, no, you're right. What an that was asshole. my biggest note about the beginning of this episode. It's true. I really, let's talk a little about the hospital scene there. Like, it's so it's just it's really great you know like, i knew you wanted I just to, want talk to talk about, about that it. it's so nice because cory he doesn't tell his parents which mm-hmm. is concerning a little bit because like his parents might should probably be worried about where he is 
Um, I did think about that too. I was like, wow, the 90s were such a different time. <laughs> you just go do whatever the just like, fuck I'm going you to the hospital now. Bye. Right. Did not even tell his parents. It was such a sweet moment. I don't know if it was sweet because maybe Feeney was under the influence of some pretty strong drugs <laughs> <laughs> after his surgery. Sure. After getting his appendix removed. I also like to wonder about, like, you know, Corey went and bought this geranium for him, too, right? you know? Like... For some reason, something was ringing a bell in my head that he took it out of his garden, but I guess he didn't. I guess I was making Corey more of an asshole than he actually is. Oh, you were, like, like, imagining Corey took, running, like... He took that out of his garden and just brought it to him, this little You know, I punk. do wish that, like, series finale or something would have mm. done something with this geranium. Yeah. You know, that what a payoff that would have been. That would have been clever. If they're like standing in the backyard and Corey's having all his doubts and second thoughts and Feeney's like, well, look at this. Remember this geranium. This geranium that's like a big old bush now, you know, and like it's much too big to stay in my garden. And yeah. like there could have been a really. Could have been something there. Really good payoff. And I mean, like they, I don't know, maybe I haven't watched it in a while. I'm sure there's something to that effect of. Something about the garden, I'm sure. Yeah, I think they probably show a clip of this episode mm-hmm. in the series finale, I would imagine. I don't know about this episode. I know they do the first episode where he goes up and he's like, hey, Mr. Vini. Yeah, but that like one. the last two episodes of the show are just clip shows. Oh, 100%. So I feel like there's probably a clip of this probably episode. Somewhere. Maybe where he comes and visits him. That's what I'm visit. thinking. Like maybe the hospital visit or maybe where Feeney explains We're to him. We're supposed to be the experts. We're supposed it's to It's been know. a minute, I know, but I feel like maybe we see the scene, the, the last scene of this episode mm-hmm. where Feeney removes it and explains to him that he's planting it in the garden. I think yeah. that we see that again. And it would have been great, I think, to not just see that again, but to have like that plant have grown mm-hmm. now. You yeah, know? yeah. And like, it would have been a good little. Payout. It would have been really cool. I think that would have been a nice little payout. That was something I thought about while I was watching this. So I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. We really could have came back and capitalized on that. And I think they do in some way, but maybe not as much as they could have. Yeah, again, I didn't really think there was much of a lesson here, but it was very interesting watching Corey's kind of his guilt play out very mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with the Feenies all around the kitchen. Yes. What a fun scene. <laughs> and he comes downstairs, his Alan comes downstairs and he's got the coffee and he's like, I always drink coffee after I kill him. <laughs> Best line of the episode. Yeah, it's some good, solid acting from Corey again. They really did, like, I, whatever they did with the makeup underneath his eyes, it really <laughs> did make him terrible. look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Which is very impressive because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times... Fresh-faced little Yeah, characters boy. will come, they'll walk up to another character and be like, you look terrible. And I'm like, and they like, look they got a full great. Face of makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's If that's terrible, then don't look at me ever. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, it's good. It's all I enjoy it a lot. I like the scene with with Alan and Corey at the coffee mm-hmm. there, and that, that's really a nice bit. We haven't seen Morgan in a few days. Haven't um, seen Morgan in a few days. She did. She did show up in the last episode. She came in, and uh, they needed to get a Mother's Day gift for. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Amy. It's a Mother's gift. We don't even talk about. I didn't even talk about that on the last episode. That's okay. There wasn't that much there. She was very cute though. Mm-hmm. Um, we still get Morgan in the second season before she disappears. Yeah, for, yeah. She's for not a while. gone yet. Um, yeah. You know, okay, this was wild. And I think I've done this every time I've watched this episode. I always forget it happens. The, the little post-credits grab. When, when they Minkus poof disappears. Minkus out of existence. And then he truly And then does he's not disappear. on the show anymore. Yep, that's I think dark, every man. time I watch this show or watch this episode, I forget that happens. That's dark. Until I watch it and then I go, and 
then he didn't and come back. And then he back. doesn't come back. I wrote it in my notes. <laughs> yeah. And then he does I not I think I back. have the same reaction every time because I always forget about that little grab scene at the end. Yep. And then he doesn't then come he does back. And I'm like, did they know? Well, did they I'm... know they weren't writing that character back in? Right. Like, was this like a legitimate like, and we're done with you. Here's the thing, and I'll probably talk about it more second and third season. It does kind of make sense that Minkus isn't around, though. Because at least at my school, we had almost like two different circuits. And one was more of like an academic, you're sure, excelling like academically. Track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does kind of make sense that he didn't have a lot of classes with them, but there are still like freshman English he should have had. Well, well maybe not with them. It could have no, been another but period. Topanga is in all but their classes. Topanga is not. Topanga is in all their classes going forward. Well, yeah, of course. And then later fights him for valedictorian. That's true. Yes. So like what you're saying makes sense until they decide to until they bring decide him obviously back. yeah. But I feel like we get to a place in their maybe junior or senior year or something like that where they don't even hardly show them in class ever That's at true. all really, anyway. So really back off a of class junior senior year there. Um, But obviously they need all three of them to be in the same class at least for a while. With Minkus it's like he doesn't necessarily have to be in the same period. I really would have loved to have seen I would where, have loved to have where, seen Minkus's where Minkus's art goes. could have gone yeah, I for agree. those whole four for the whole show really. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful young actor. And what would have happened like, when Cory and Topanga start getting serious, but Minka still has feelings for Topanga, so right. that's what's going on there. There could have been some really been awesome of... substance with yeah. Minkus, because I think that he would have turned, like, much like Girl Meets World, this was one of their big successes, I think, was keeping that Farkle, like Mink- mm-hmm. uh, Minkus's son, yeah, keeping him starting on those strange outskirts nerd, but like then he becomes an integral part, in the part. of their yeah, friend, in the group. friend group. I think that, like, that's such a success on their part because yeah. I would have loved to have seen that with this show because mm-hmm. like, he's such a good actor, yeah. such an interesting character. Yeah. And, Has like, more little quips in this episode. Yeah. Marvel. When he would have been such a wonderful foil to Corey and Sean because, like, they, yes. they, they, they oppose each other, other in a lot of Harley. ways. Yeah. Like, Corey and Sean are foils to, the, to each other in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, but in a lot of other ways, they're, like, you know, the same dumb, straight high school boy of course yeah you know and so like i would have loved to have had minkus be there not as like the periphery punching bag yes but as a friend who yes. like they still shit on every now and again fine but like even he's crossing right, in the hall you know? or something yeah i would have loved i would have loved to have seen that but instead they thought him out of existence it's more yeah no kidding which is so <laughs> that, that's very dark um yeah, it was one of it was one of those moments that I I forgot about too, and I was like, oh, that. Gets yeah, no, I straight up, I always forget about it. Serious, so fast. It's like um, the it's like the time travel thing, though. Yes. I always forget it's about just it that too, first season. and it happens. And stereotypical first season. Oh God stuff. damn it! I wish they would have kept him. I know, right? Maybe I mean, and I wonder too. Like, was it his choice? Did they choose to write him out? Maybe because you can't tell me that, like, ah, oh, this character didn't test well. Like, I don't believe that. Yeah, I'll try to do more deep dives. He had billing in the opening season. credits for the entire for first the whole season. first season, yeah. And to drop him out like that. Well, but they dropped him out and brought Topanga in, so there's. there's I guess that's that. true. She then got billing. She did, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Sad. Does uh does Turner get billing? He has well, to. Well, it's different, I think, because... Oh, the second season Season has two just, doesn't even, like, have no, an opening have sequence. An opening. It's like, it rolls the in the bottom third mm-hmm. while they're doing the While they're doing the, the opening, yeah. So, like, Anthony Twi- Tyler Quinn's name shows up. 
yeah that in makes there sense. but like it's the full opening credits show up there it's not including like the starring and the guest starring and also featuring like everyone's there that's true because it's just like Corey leans but on the world <laughs> thank god that we are done with that opening sequence oh i'm it's so long, excited it's annoying it's just it's the moment of the show where i decide to go searching for trivia because i cannot stand it. oh i always skip it yep i and, and the thing is when i'm watching it on hulu if i hit the fast forward 10 seconds button exactly five times perfect <laughs> here you go there's your little uh tip for hulu there's yeah. your trivia for the but that's day. if you grab it like right after it starts and you hit it five times you'll get mm-hmm. right to the end of it so if you know exactly when it is yeah. as well as we do because we yeah. i'm are... so glad we're done with this opening yeah. sequence it's so long it's so long it's i mean it's a full minute long yeah and it's not good no it's so it's just so much every i want to say every season except for six and seven has a different open they still have different opens well, two. No. Which one has the one that blinks in red and blue and yellow? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is that three? I think that's three. Or four. No, four, four is, is four is the, the car. Four is the car. You're right. You're right. Four's you're right. Down, 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 yep, yep, yep. down, down, down. Five, and five, six, and seven six. are all when this boy meets world. But but in five and six, six are the same. I think seven. Yeah, seven, seven. They changes. change the visuals. Yep. They add in. They, they do some different things. Correct, they like yeah. flip it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think five and six are the same, but everything else I think is different. Five and five through Crazy. seven have the same song. Five and six I think are exactly the same. Yeah. Because two is like... Two is the world. We're leaning and against the boy meets world in black and white and the, the world globe bowls him over. Da, 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 yeah. Da. Three is like the flashing blue and red, like picture, 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 SNL, and we're doing the show. Yeah. Uh... And then four is the car, the convertible, as they like... What a time. What, what no a one great, has a convertible. No, I <laughs> love that opening sequence. That's a good one, because it's a fun song. It's it is short. A fun song. It's just, like, stupid. Like, yeah. It's a great... I mean, five through seven is the best, but... Of course. I, I do like four. I think that... I think the show, every season, the opening sequence gets better. Like, it is, I a, would agree. It is a linear arc. Yeah. It is continuing to just go improve each time. But at least we're completely done with. Yes, we but are done with thing. one. Thank God. You the DVDs still consistently have the first opening. Right, it plays the opening track throughout. on like the title menu on the DVDs, which is so annoying, especially if you fall asleep DVDs, so. to the DVDs, because then you wake up in the middle of the, in the middle of the night and it's like, <laughs> you're like, I it is three a.m. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't it's watched terrifying. the. DVD. I don't even. I don't have my DVDs anymore. I don't know where they are. I think I got. I think I sold them. How dare you! I have all seven seasons on an external hard drive that I also right, don't fair, even fair. use anymore. I'm giving it to you so that you can that's store true. these episodes. That's true. Because it's all on Hulu. Guys, my Mac is so old and it cannot handle a lot of memory anymore. Yeah. Macs get old. Who's your MVP, Megan? My MVP, I wanted to ask you what yours was first okay. because I wanted a different one because I knew you'd say Feeny. I knew it. I mean, I wanted to say something different, so I picked Alan Orfini because Alan also does a good job in this episode of coming down and Corey's like freaking out about his dream, and Alan's like, "Well, the reason that you're feeling this way is because you're feeling guilty, but you're okay." I think you are choosing this to be contrary, not because you honestly believe he was a more valuable player. (laughs) Of course, obviously, I don't want to have the same MVP as you. That's gonna throw off our statistic. All right, fine. Feeny. Fine, it's, it's obviously Feeny. Feeny. It's, it's called Feeny. I Dream of Feeny. It's obviously Feeny. No. 
for very obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. The geranium, everything he does with it, the mentorship, it's all there. Yes, yes. Ambience oh, you know what else so I wanted to point sweet. out? We're way past this, but whatever. Um, it's it's early in the episode when they're in the cafeteria. Yes. If you look in the background, you'll see some some adult human male presenting individual whom we've never seen before oh, is this the wearing guy? the exact, exact same outfit, outfit as Beanie. Yes, yeah. he's wearing like a blazer At over a red point, sweater vest and a tie and a white back. shirt and he's walking in the background of the shot to the vending machine I and I literally pause and rewind and I was like, well, who the fuck put his costume on? Right? <laughs> They were just like, here's a stereotypical teacher right. costume. We like, Take the, uh, it. Well, William's not using this one, I'm so go ahead and put it on. I'm telling you, the costume budget for season one was zero dollars. I everyone swear, wears the same they just goddamn went thing. Went to Goodwill. Yeah, I mean, they, they were literally they were like, uh, yeah, William's not on set today. You can wear his clothes, right? <laughs> like he doesn't have. He's in a robe slash hospital garb for this episode yeah. so like take his teacher clothes i do think feet. this is also the same hospital room we see anytime we go to a hospital except for the one where Corey has i think it's his tonsils removed or his wisdom teeth removed when Corey's in the hospital it's a different hospital okay and this looks like the same room that we see mr turner in it looks like the same room that we see chet in it's a different angle it's a different angle sure i mean they changed the camera angles but mm-hmm. i think it's probably the same set if we're being but chet totally didn't have mind. a no you know chet what didn't have a roommate though you're right well and he had a speedy. bed well he had a bed right next to him but okay. chet did not have a bed i right think next that maybe they just shot it in closer though because if i think about if i'm remembering all the chet hospital scenes they're pretty tight like from they the are corner pretty of the tight bed. but doesn't isn't it a thing about he got a private room they make a deal about it yes because jack, they, for jack pays private for a private room yeah, they make so a whole thing about there. it Turner's from the other angle, yeah. so it, it all it all looks same. like it's probably the same hospital set. They just roll it on to whatever whatever hospital set they got. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cost effective. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's just like how we talked in the first episode about how they probably stole the Happy Days classroom, right? Real so whatever classroom like, was not being used, oh, no. and jump in because it's not the same classroom mm-hmm. we used the rest of the season. Mm-mm. All right. Anything else you want to add? We finished the season. We did. We so did I it. wanted to have a little wrap for season one. What is your favorite episode? Oh, man. I wasn't prepared for this. I know. I should have told you about it beforehand. This is how well Think we my, I'm. I mean, this feels, it feels biased because I'm only thinking of the more recent episodes that I've watched now, but I'm going to go with the Hamlet I episode. <laughs> it's a, I it's such it. a good one. Do I you know really one love it. Say? trying to think through like solid morgan episodes (laughs) (laughs) is it a morgan episode it's not like a morgan is significant in this episode but primarily it's episode eight oh with linda yeah yeah okay yeah it's a morgan that's a morgan bit morgan's a big part of that episode the linda episode that's a good one it's a very good one yeah i do like yeah teacher's bet is the title of Mm -hmm. the episode i feel like that might not help you either so no but i i get you that's a good one yes because that's where it's from yeah yeah yeah. that's where Corey is the teacher hard-hitting and that's they're supposed to read diary van frank and it's about prejudice and racism and And once we get further on into the series i will cry almost at every episode but the this was the only one that i it's a heavy episode for for this season for this season yeah because that's probably a better episode than the hamlet episode (laughs) well but if you think about our favorite characters, that's true. And think about that's true. You've got Morgan. I've got Phoenix. I've got Morgan. <laughs> and there's also a lot of Eric. There's a lot in that of good episode. Eric in that episode. So also yes. Eric. That makes sense. And you're Feeny all the way. So yeah. Which Damn. Totally all right. Good. Good mm-hmm. picks. And then um, 
What do we have to look forward to in season two? Oh, you know, a better intro. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we get a Hopefully better intro. Hard hitting. We uh, get plot some points. some some heavier episodes. Mm-hmm. We get some more drama. Some more. We good get stuff. some more Sean drama. We do get some more Sean sure. drama, which is exciting. I'm I'm very excited that we're finally past season one because I, I like it, but it's so safe. Yeah, it's very safe. It's a safe sitcom bet, yeah. you know? Oh, 100%. And they finally get to push themselves a little more each season, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. So. We finally get a little more of the guys growing up. A little we get a little more of them dating. We get yeah. a little more. We get to see a little more of Sean's backstory, which yeah. I really like because so far Sean has just been right. like a I like. I'm looking character. forward to the Thanksgiving episode Yes. where they go to Sean's. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's this season. I think that's though. the next season, mm-hmm. but I really appreciate it's so good. That it was an episode that directly referenced the Hutu and the Tutsis in Rwanda. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's like what they're learning about in class. Mm-hmm. And then Corey's like, I spent Thanksgiving with the Hutus and the Tutsis. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, okay. Like, that's a... Whoa, that's you're a making hefty a metaphor. You're really, really, really broad leap there. Like, yeah. you had some people who didn't quite get along. It wasn't genocide. Was this but one before? I really enjoy that episode. Yeah. It's a great episode, I think. It's a very, very good one. I'm looking forward to that a lot. I think that's not till season three, but I was gonna say my I mean, my favorite episode is I the think one we get Chubbies in season two, right? We do. Do we start to get we Chubbies start to get as chubbies. our local? Yes. I um I mean my favorite episode isn't until the last season. Uh no, that's a lie. Season six. Everybody loves Stuart. Oh yeah. With Fred Savage. With Fred Savage. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a very good it's, episode. It is one that aggressively I, Again, uh, I feel on a very today. visceral level. Like it really way to, gets me. Right now, again, way to go on them too. Like what oh, a, yeah. What a strong for episode sure. and what it's an important so one. It's a good one for sure. I, I'm very much looking forward to uh season five mm-hmm. when they when they when they drink. Yes. Um, another great one. What a good episode. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of good episodes in five and six for sure. Honestly, five and seven's good, but five and six are the best seasons. At five and six are the best seasons for sure. Also having some four's got some four's got some strong honorable mentions, but if we're looking at like seasons as a whole, five Five and six six. are what I'm most excited about. We'll get there when we get there. Obviously, we got to do all the rest. But and we're gonna do it very enthusiastically, not like well, because in five and six we also get all the Lauren episodes. We do get the Lauren episodes. With Linda Cardellini. lose their mind. I love her so much. I love her. It's going to be hard to hate on her because I adore her. She's so charming. Yeah, she's great. Um, she's not quite But yeah, that's though. what we have to look forward to in season two. We also ha- have um, some exciting guest spots for you guys. So we are going to finally get some guests on the show. Uh, so you don't just have to listen to the two of us talk all the time. Which I know you're so sick of. Like, rate, review, subscribe if you give a review on iTunes. Megan writes a poem for you. Oh, but I do want to do a little PSA that if you are, if you live in another country that's not the United States and you do a review on iTunes, we won't be able to see it. So maybe send it to us via email. Yeah. Interesting. Um, So maybe send it to us if you do review us and you really do want a poem written about you. Feel free to send it to us via email. Um, you can take a screenshot of it or just let us know what you said and I will still write a poem about you, but just a heads up because I did not know this, but yeah, we won't see it if it's in another country. It might be a little different now. I don't know if the things have changed now because iTunes is completely, 
I mean, the whole Apple system is like being rocked right now. I guess but... it's not iTunes either. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Right? Apple Podcasts. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. So... And this episode wasn't very explicit. So, fuckity fuck. 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 You know, just get your dose. Um. Anyway. Thanks for listening. If yes. you've made it this far, we really appreciate it. Thanks, and we'll see you Keep in season sticking with two. Us. For now, class dismissed.